moon has risen. It is time to tell stories of the strange and sometimes terrifying. A black cat brings us a true story. A vampire bat bites into a tall tail. An owl flies in a story from another world. Welcome to the Blood Moon Podcast. I am your Blood Moon host, Andrew Carey. This is our first episode, and a black cat has brought us a true story. Now this story is about an experience I had as a young boy. Around 1980, my dad was working at an ad agency in an old three-story building in Salem, Massachusetts. On one brisk night, my dad brought me to his office since my mother was working a late shift at her job. I was about three or four years old at the time. At one point during the evening, my dad told me he had to go into the darkroom. Now, a darkroom was where photographic film was developed. It was directly across from my father's desk, so I had a clear view of the doorway. The surrounding area was well lit and the walls were adorned with large colorful photographs of ice cream and crayons. My dad said, okay, son, I'm going into the room over there to do some work. So you sit here and wait for me, it won't take long. Of course, it seemed like I was waiting forever, and I began to get bored. Suddenly, to my surprise, I saw a figure of a man walk through the darkroom door. The door was not open. The figure just simply walked through it. It turned to its left, and as it walked past the vibrant photo of crayons, I noticed that the figure was transparent. Then, it proceeded to walk down a spiral staircase that led to the ground floor. I was confused and bewildered. I thought my dad was alone in the room. And how was it possible that I could see through the man? After a few moments, my curiosity compelled me to walk over to the staircase. Looking down, I saw nothing but darkness. Intrigued, I decided to go downstairs. Halfway down, I lost my balance and fell to the bottom step. I fell hard enough that I lost one of my shoes. Frightened, I crawled back up to retrieve my lost shoe. The shoelaces were untied, so I figured that was the reason for my fall. After tying my shoes, I summoned enough courage to go back down to look for this mysterious person. At this point, I began to wonder if it was my father that I followed. Looking around, I saw that all the lights were off and all the doors were shut. I searched in vain for any signs of life. I sat at the bottom of the stairs, waiting and hoping 
to see someone. Something didn't feel right because I knew I was alone in the darkened space. I went back upstairs and sat in my dad's chair. Finally, he came out of the dark room. I asked him if there was another person in the room. He said he was alone. I told him what I experienced, the figure emerging through the door, walking down the spiral staircase in my search on the ground floor. My dad said, Andy, you and I are the only people in the building. Welcome back. I've had other paranormal experiences, but I will save them for a future episode. We do have another black cat story. This one is from Jane in Florida. While growing up, my relationship with my father was extremely difficult. He was abusive, and when he got cancer, our relationship worsened. For three years, he battled the disease and succumbed to it in 1970. I was 16 and the oldest of three siblings when he passed away. It was an extremely trying time for all of us, especially for my mother, who had the burden of taking care of her children, as well as her ill husband. Personally, I had a lot of confusing feelings. I was sad, yet relieved that I no longer had to endure the abuse. The service was held at a funeral home. I was sitting in the aisle seat in the front row, and my family was sitting to the right of me. People were just beginning to file into the room when suddenly I felt a hand firmly grip my left arm around the elbow. The hand pulled back my arm. As I began to turn and say hi, I realized no one was behind me. Looking around, I could see that the closest person was about 15 feet away. I was spooked. Eventually, the room was packed with so many people that there was only standing room left by the start of the service. Since then, I've been wondering about the incident. Was it my deceased father trying to make contact so he could apologize? Was it another spirit in the funeral home looking to get my attention? Perhaps it was an angel trying to let me know that everything was going to be okay. Now we have a tall tale to tell, or what we like to call it on Blood Moon, a vampire bat story. The tale is called Unfair, and it was written by the Blood Moon host. Billy is in deep trouble. He's out long after sundown, and what's even worse, he decimated his new bike. You get home by sundown, William. No excuses. 
Those were the threatening words his mother spoke before he went to meet his best friend, Matt, at Springs Pond. The short September afternoons cut into his time with Matt. Matt's mom lets him play after dark, Billy quipped. His protest was quickly shut down by his mother's cold glare. It's unfair. Now it is dusk. Ma's going to kill me, Billy thought. It is either face his mother's wrath or let that thing catch him. She won't believe me. She just won't. The thought of what he just experienced chilled him to his core. Billy and Matt were goofing around along a dirt road when they heard electrical static beyond the trees outlining the pond. Initially, they thought the sound came from the high-tension towers. As Matt covered his ears, Billy pointed down the road. Time seemed to accelerate when a figure emerged from the tree line and converged with an amorphous darkness that swallowed daylight. The boys howled in terror as the change in air pressure compressed their young bones. Static charged the air, causing their hairs to prickle. Matt began screaming, Go, 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 go! They hopped on their bikes and took off along Spring Road, which ran parallel to the pond. Metallic clangs of the bike chains gave way to a whirring sound as the darkness passed through the vegetation onto the dirt road, kicking up plumes of dust. While pointing to his left, Matt yelled, Cuthro MacArthur! As they made their way around the baseball field, Billy turned back to see if the thing was giving chase. A dull sound, a sudden jerk, sky and earth rotating around his eyes. <clears throat> Billy impacted the dirt with a force which knocked the wind from his lungs. Dazed, he rolled over to look at his bike. The shiny red BMX is now a mangled wreck. His mind raced as he tried to make sense of what happened. In the distance, Billy could see Matt zipping through the neighborhood of MacArthur Circle. A deep chill ran down his spine when he realized that the thing must be close to him. Covered in grass stains and dirt, Billy rose up to see a dark figure approaching. He couldn't make out its features, but it was human-like. The energy that emanated from this figure caused a dizzying sensation. Despite the pain from his fall, Billy ran as fast as he could down MacArthur Circle and out onto Lynn Street. He kept running until his lungs felt like they were going to explode. Primal fear subsided when he crossed the traffic near the empty parking lot of a Catholic church. The passing cars brought a sense of normalcy that eased his anxiety. Fifteen minutes later, Billy made his way down Carlton Street. Now it was quiet, and Billy's thoughts returned to his mother. How am I going to get out of this? She won't believe me, he mumbled to himself. I'm dead. I'm so freaking dead. The stinging pain from his bruises and cuts were more of an irritation now. At least I got away. The orange-pink hues of dusk began to fade into a blue night. Halfway down Carlton Street, Billy could hear murmuring. 
He quickly surveyed the entire street, but didn't see anything. A few more steps and then he heard the same static sound from Spring's Pond. Boy turned his head to look across at an A-framed house drenched in golden amber from the street light. Unnerved, Billy bolted down the street and around the corner. Finally, he could see his house at the end of the block. The familiar glow of TV light in the living room window gave him comfort. I'm almost home, Billy thought. He paused for a moment to catch his breath. A hard scraping sound pierced through the silence, causing Billy to turn his gaze. Behind him, a manhole cover slid across the pavement. Steam billowed out from the hole. A dark figure emerged and somehow the figure absorbed the steam. It was like watching God sucking the clouds from the sky. Panic struck Billy. No. The young boy crept backwards, his young brain now trying to process what he had just seen. No doubt, it was a thing from Spring's Pond. It was walking towards him. A streetlight popped on above the figure, revealing that the thing embodied total iniquity. Overriding his panic, Billy turned and sprinted towards his house. He could feel that the thing was keeping up with him. The glow emanating from the living room window was getting closer. Don't stop. Go, 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 go. He blew past the hedges and leapt over the four steps, crashing into the front door. Pounding on the door, Billy screeched for his mother. Just as he could feel the figure, the thing upon him, the door opened, causing Billy to fall forward into his mother's arms. Where have you been? His mother asked while clutching her shivering son. I told you to come home before. She was cut off by Billy. It's out there. It's out there. Tears were streaming down his face. His mother looked up and focused her eyes on a dark amorphous shape. Suddenly she released her son. What is that? What happened? She demanded with fury. Billy peered out the door and saw his mangled bike on the front lawn. In disbelief, Billy turned to his mom and looked up to see the thing staring down at him. The Blood Moon is setting. I hope you enjoyed the first episode of Blood Moon Podcast. We are seeking to bring to life strange or paranormal stories. If you have a true experience or a fictional tale you want to share, please go to bloodmoonpodcast.podbean.com. Be sure to read the submission guidelines before you submit your spooky story. You can also find Blood Moon Podcast on social media. Thank you for listening.